0: It's hard not to like stories uh, like Adam Carolla's. You know, he had it rough as a kid, family on welfare. He gets involved in sports to stay out of trouble, grows up to be uh, pretty successful in the entertainment industry. Good for him, you know, seriously. But he does serious damage to his credibility and the level of respect he had earned for his life story with his over-the-top, factually challenged, belligerent rant about the Occupy Wall Street movement which you can listen to if you'd like. There's a link to it at my website along with a text version of this story. Now, according to Corolla, the Occupy movement, which of course is now mushroomed to cities large and small from coast to coast, consists entirely of lazy, jealous, angry 20-somethings who want rich people to take care of all their problems. He takes a few examples of the slackers and the idiots that represent a small minority of every generation and every protest movement and holds them up as representative of the entire Occupy Wall Street effort. Ironically, it's exactly what a slacker would do. After all, what's easier, right? Taking the time to turn off the TV and do some real homework that would prove the validity of the 99%'s anger, or using the actions of a few idiots to dismiss the whole movement. And to put an exclamation mark on his ignorant tirade, Carolla uses some desperately juvenile language. Some might say... He's actually talking just like the people he's denigrating, but I don't think it even rises to that level. He's talking like we did on the school bus when we were 12. So just be aware, if you're offended by such things, he uses some some pretty foul language in this rant of his. He also employs the often used disingenuous complaint of the 1% and all their apologist parrots that half of the people pay no taxes. The suggestion, of course, being that the 1% is forced to pick up all the slack. Well, what he conveniently leaves out, however, as always happens, is the fact that this refers only to federal income tax. Sorry, folks, but when we've got 400 people in this country, just 400, who control more wealth than half of the population, 400 people control more wealth than 150 million people in this country. When you've got that happening, the 1% is certainly going to be paying the most federal income tax. The more you make, the more you pay. As the old saying goes, it's not exactly rocket science. And, of course, we've also got the payroll tax, which a lot of rich people don't pay because they're not on anybody's payroll. They just collect dividends. We've got the property tax, we've got state and local income tax, we've got sales tax, excise tax, gas tax, dozens of other taxes and fees, the end result being that most of us pay a far greater percentage of our income in taxes than the 1%. So where should you place more trust if you're honestly seeking the whole truth about the Occupy Wall Street movement, what it means, what's behind it? Should you be trusting belligerent juvenile rants like Adam Carolla's or maybe the words of Wall Street insiders who are quietly admitting the legitimacy of the Occupy movement. As Jesse Eisinger points out in a piece this week for ProPublica, a link to which you will also find at my website in the text version of this story, along with the link to the 99% deficit proposal. Have you read that yet, put out by the Occupy D.C. people? As I've said previously, you don't have to agree with it completely. Just understand that it's a serious effort by people who know what they're talking about to get our country back on track. At the very least, it can serve as the impetus for a substantive conversation among people who are serious about bringing real change, which is far more than can be said for all the hopelessly ignorant tirades served up by people like Adam Carolla.